Welcome to the Access Utah Holiday Special. And we're welcoming in the Lightwood Duo, which is guitarist Mike Christiansen and clarinetist Eric Nelson. We'll have uh, music, conversation, and uh, much more. Hope you'll join us for some, uh, some mostly some great music today. And let's get a sample of that right now, Lightwood Duo.
I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. Beautiful, gentlemen. Beautiful. That's the Lightwood duo, uh, Mike Christiansen and Eric uh, Eric Nelson. Um, so, gentlemen, um, I guess you're probably busy this time of year. Busy all the year, but... Uh, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot a, going on right now. There's a lot yeah. going on yeah. this time of year. Yeah, there's a lot of parties and a lot of people want a lot music. Of events right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Harvest now, time. Now I always ask you about the airport. As I find it so interesting, you gentlemen are hired periodically by the uh, Salt Lake International Airport. Yeah, we play uh, day before Thanksgiving, and uh, this year we're doing Christmas Eve. Uh, I think we did. How many hours was it? A twelve-hour gig the day before Thanksgiving. Nine I think hours it was, of playing with a couple of. Uh, Welcome breaks. We did these. We did these four three-hour sets or something like that. But the, <laughs> the security lines were unbelievable uh, this this year. I mean, they started at security, went all the way to the parking lot and back, and down the <laughs> stairs and wrapped around. And wow! Uh, and, so, uh, and, and the audience. The idea is to uh, pacify the. The, yeah. the troubled, yeah. uh, savage anxious, travelers, stressful yeah. Yeah. travelers, yeah. yeah, and you can see it make a difference. You know, it's a, it's pretty obvious. We're mm-hmm. we're taking requests, and people are snapping their fingers and dancing to the tunes. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a it's a nice service, albeit long long sets, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah the see, Christmas Eve one starts at six thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. which means we have to leave here at about four a.m. Wow. That's a struggle for musicians to get yeah. up that early. <laughs> yeah. I imagine, yeah. yeah. But you do see, Mike, you do see the stress lowering and I guess a lot of passengers. Yeah, yeah, you can you can tell that it makes a difference. And it's not only the people in security, but sometimes we'll play at the uh, top of one of the busy concourses where people have layovers and uh, and they'll they'll stop by and listen to the music for uh, for quite a while. They'll listen yeah. to a lot of tunes. Yeah. So, Is there anything special you play or just regular Christmas music or what? Uh, we play a little bit of everything. Before Thanksgiving, we play maybe just a few Christmas things, but it's everything from show tunes to jazz standards to everything from Jimi Hendrix to Frank Sinatra. Yeah, yeah. Beatles. <laughs> yeah a lot yeah. of yeah. some yeah. Beatles stuff and a little yeah. bit of a little bit of everything. Yeah. So tell me about how Lightwood Duo formed. I, I guitar and clarinet duo. I, I'm not aware that the world's flooded with such duos uh no uh, i was i was playing eric and i played in a, a rock and roll band well uh, kind of a um a band where we played everything from um uh, rock and roll dances to uh, like corporate events but it was a four-piece band and then um after uh we had been doing that for a while i started playing some solo work um uh, started playing some solo work at uh, the Cottonwood Country Club. And uh, after I had been doing that for a little while, I told Eric, I said, well, why don't you come along and play some clarinet, and uh, let's get together and we'll work out a few tunes with uh, guitar and, and clarinet. And uh, so we started rehearsing a little bit. We went down and played at the Cottonwood Country Club, and uh, it went over really well. Mm. And so we've been doing it uh, ever since. Mm. And uh, it started off being just kind of like, I'll take a solo, you'll take a solo. And then as it went along, we started to get some more intricate arrangements, and uh, it sort of developed from that. It's, and it's beautiful. So, uh, Eric, I notice, uh, you know, setting up or uh, running through a couple pieces before we went on the air, there's a lot of verbal communication between the two of you, and then I'm assuming as you play, there's, I, I notice there's eye contact, but it's, it's probably musical communication as well. Well, yes, we have to communicate, okay, whose turn is it to play a solo? Mm-hmm. And in the jazz tradition, you usually play the, the melody one time through, 
and then each person gets to improvise a solo. So that's not written out ahead of time. It's like, uh, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Have to stay within the parameters of the the uh, chord changes, of course. Yeah. But, but that's what's rewarding about playing jazz. Right. Improvisation. That's. I mean, that's that's must be the fun part. Right. Yeah. Right. It's different every time we play it. Uh, mm-hmm. That's uh, like Christmas. We've never played that that way before. Yeah. Uh, never. No. Yeah, never. And we yeah. never will again. It's gone. Right. Right. Again. And yeah. then at the end, I'm watching, and as his strings fade out, I watch his hand, and when when his hand goes on the strings, then that's when I end my sound, so it stays right together. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of visual communication. Right. Yeah. So, Mike, you have um, you have your guitar. I imagine the, you, I don't know, you'd played several different guitars. Um, uh, with the duo? Uh, with the duo. I don't know. Or you just have your... Yeah, I, I, I'm mostly, with the duo, you use an electric nylon string. Okay. And, uh, you know, it looks like an acoustic guitar, but I'm playing through an amplifier here. And uh, But with the band, I mean, it's solid body electrics and arch top electrics yeah. and... Uh, a little bit of everything, and then Eric has several clarinets. He's going to play some bass clarinet today, and B flat and A, and yeah. he mixes them up with the. Duo. And in the band, I play keyboards and saxophones. So. Okay, keyboard yeah. and sax. Yeah, um, it's but, hard to but, make a clarinet work in a rock band. Right, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jethro Tull with a flute, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, they stretch the limits. They stretch the limits a little bit. <laughs> so with Lightwood Duo, it's mostly clarinet. Entirely clarinet. Entirely clarinet. Okay, but but several different types of clarinet. Right. Once in a while, I play a penny whistle, but yeah. that's a novelty. Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, and the key, uh, the, the the running theme is reed instruments. Right, that's that's right. your expertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a little later in the program, I want to talk about difficulties. And there, uh, I hear there are difficulties with temperature. With uh, you know, you know I'd like to hear oh, some okay. stories of when things went horribly sure. wrong. I always love hearing those stories. <laughs> um, yeah. But let's hear some more more music. Okay, you can play for us. All right. Okay, we played a little bit of White Christmas, so this is what would happen, what would have to happen before that.
The Lightwood Duo, Let It Snow. As you said, Mike, before a white Christmas, it has to snow, right? That's right. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at your music here, uh, Eric. Um, it's uh, do, do you do you gentlemen have arrangements that you do yourselves? Of course, a lot of this is improvisation, so it's different every time. But uh, right, some some we do have arrangements where we have. Uh, there might be uh, particular spots in, in in the piece where we have written out um, like a harmonized uh, line that we'll play together. It's a, it's like an improvised line, but it's written out, and then we'll we'll harmonize it. And then other times, uh, it's just um, I'll play the chord, he'll improvise, or he'll play some kind of a moving line underneath while I improvise a, a single line. What we have in front of us today for for most of this is what we call lead sheets. So what we've got is the chord outline, and we've got the melody. And then we can improvise within that structure. And we have a pretty good idea of uh, who's going to play what, where. So he, he'll play the melody, I'll accompany him. Mm. Then I might play, or I might start off and just play, like when we did White Christmas, I'll just play what we call a chord melody. It's the melody harmonized with chords, and it's just solo guitar. And then he'll come in after. So we have a, a bit of a map, and then uh, we just weave in and out of that. Yeah, it is. I was looking at it, and I'm happy to know this is a lead sheet. I was thinking that's not everything they're playing. That's, uh, that's uh, no, it's yeah, that's a page. map. Is it, no, yeah, it's just a, a sketch. Okay, and then you see notes up at the top. It says first time through melody, second time through me solo first half, Mike solo second half, third time through melody again. Tag the last two measures. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we were off stage once at a concert, and uh, uh, there's a member of the Utah Symphony that was playing on the concert with us, but not at the not with us, but it, on the same show as us. And uh, she looked at me, and she saw the music that I was taking out before, and she said, is that all you're taking out? <laughs> and I said, yeah. And she said, that would scare me to death <laughs> just to take that out there. But... Uh, uh, we we feel pretty comfortable in this format. Mm -hmm. One of the and fun it, it excuse me, one of the fun parts of improvising is when you do something that would ordinarily be perceived as a mistake. The challenge is to make it seem that you intended to do that. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> so, fun of improvisation. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. skiing down the hill, and right. if you're a professional skier, you fall, but it looks like you meant to do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very smooth. Well, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about um, Christmas, holidays, uh, traditions, memories, favorite music, and uh, we'll have much more, of course, with the Lightwood Duo. Uh, guitarist Mike Christiansen, clarinetist Eric Nelson. You're listening to the Access Utah Holiday Special. More following this break. You're listening to the Access Utah Holiday Special on Utah Public Radio. I'm Tom Williams, and we're spending the hour with the Lightwood Duo. Guitarist Mike Christiansen and clarinetist Eric Nelson. Um, often on this program, we have featured as well Tim Slover, playwright and uh, professor at University of Utah. He is out of state, and I believe... My guess is right. He's probably out of country. He's probably in London. Haven't verified that, but he he does uh, tours and uh, theater tours in London. Uh, but we're planning on bringing him back next year. Uh, so uh, this year, the light would do. Um, so, gentlemen, before we jump into some more music, I'd like to talk about uh, Christmas traditions. Starting with uh, Eric, what's your? Uh, I, maybe I should preface this. I talked uh, earlier in the week with uh, Gentry, a young group. Uh, 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 tenor trio. Yeah, I played for them uh, last year. Yeah, and yeah. We're, we're featuring, by the way, the, we're featuring those concerts uh, right here on Utah Public Radio with Gentry and Mike Christiansen. And, um, oh, great. And uh, the next uh, instance, the next broadcast is uh, Thursday the 21st, 9 p.m., and then we'll air that uh, broadcast again 
Uh, we'll air that concert again uh, Christmas group. Day at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Wonderful group, great arrangements. Yeah. And one of the gentlemen asked about Christmas traditions, and uh, he said, well, frankly, uh, now that the group's taking off, uh, Christmas time, we're traveling. And so Christmas tradition is trying to carve out some family time. I don't know if that's, if you gentlemen have that oh, problem. that happens that way, too. And then over the years, the Christmas traditions have, of course, changed because now all three of our kids are married and out of the house. But we have two of them and their spouses coming home this year. Uh, One tradition that we keep all the way through every year is to listen to the Singers Unlimited Christmas CD. It's just a beautiful uh, a cappella setting of of, of a lot of familiar and unfamiliar Christmas songs. Singers Unlimited. Singers Unlimited. All right. I'll have to check that one out. They... uh, grew out of a vocal group in the 60s called the Hilos. I don't know if you remember the Hilos. A uh, vague, vague memory, yeah. Yeah, it's just a, our favorite album. So Wonderful. That's always a part. Uh, Mike, what are your traditions? Oh, we we always celebrate a very traditional Danish Christmas. Mm-hmm. So there, it's uh, steeped with tradition. There are a lot of traditions that we do. Everything from uh, we have a special uh, Christmas dinner, and uh, uh for the dessert, we have a rice pudding that has a nut in it, and the person that gets the nut gets a prize and has good luck for the year. Mm. Uh, everybody at the meal gets an ornament that's wrapped, and when they uh, unwrap their ornament, that ornament is supposed to be uh, representative of something that happened to them that year. Mm. And uh, later in the night, we pull the tree out, and we uh, sing around the tree, and then we open the presents from family at night. Santa comes in the morning. And uh, we put uh, food out for the animals early on Christmas Eve, and uh, we do a little family program where everybody gets to show off their talent. So there's a there's a lot of traditions at, at Christmas mm-hmm. time at our house. Christian Sedasian, you know, Danish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and Eric Nelson. S O N. S O N. S O N. Swedish. Yeah. Uh, that was actually English. The Danish okay. part of me was Peterson with okay. an E N. So yeah. 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 Um, and I'm guessing maybe music's part of tradition oh, yeah. for both of you? Yeah, Definitely. everybody brings the instruments. Yeah. Yeah, we do the little family program. Everybody has to show off their talent. Yeah. yeah. I know each of you has uh, children with musical talent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, a couple who are not coming home have too many gigs in Savannah, Georgia, to, okay. to be able to afford to take the time off. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the tr- tradition continues. Do, does it go back to your... You know, parents and grandparents, did music run in your families? Uh, oh, the music part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents didn't play instruments. Uh, my dad played a little bit of guitar. He had a guitar kicking around, and that's the first guitar that I started on. I can remember my, my grandfather was a great baritone. He had a wonderful voice. In fact, I can remember that he cut a, a record once, uh, just something, you know, for family and friends. But I can remember him playing, I can remember hearing that at Christmas, him playing his recording. Mm-hmm. Just a wonderful, wonderful voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dad was the band teacher at Logan High for decades and in Preston. And all of my four siblings play instruments. My brother's yeah. a professional pianist in New York City. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it runs in the blood. And both of you gentlemen, for people who don't know, uh, music educators, now, mm-hmm. now both of you retired? That's right. Yeah. 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 Still educating. But Still educating, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> different formats. Different, different <laughs> venues. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you both have uh, projects going. Mm-hmm. I should mention lightwoodduo.com is the place to go for a lot of information, and uh, you gentlemen have a uh, Christmas CD out. We do. Yeah. We do. You can get it through the website. Okay. Well, let's hear some more music. What are we going to hear? 
Okay, here's, uh, here's, you were talking about traditions. So for some people, this is one of their traditions is always listen to the Chipmunks Christmas <laughs> recording. So we're going to play a little bit of uh, Christmas Don't Be Late. But we're going to do a little twist on it. We're gonna, it was originally a waltz, and uh, we're going to start it out playing it a little bit of the traditional form. And then we're going to play a, um, a bossa nova version of it. So we're going we're gonna to take Christmas down to South America for a minute. Mm. And uh, they still celebrate it down there, only it's on a beach. Mm. And uh, so we'll play a, a bossa version of it right after that. So here's the waltz version. twist on that. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, bossa Nova, yeah. yeah and you mentioned, Mike, uh, Christmas in South America. I've spent a Christmas in South America. It's, uh-huh. it's very different, uh, middle of summer. Right, right. And I, I, I realized then that a lot of the lyrics and traditions are very northern hemisphere centric. It's all snow and... And uh, in South America, it's Southern yeah. Hemisphere. It's, little, it's little sun and beach and sand. A little hard to get in the spirit of yeah. things when it's 85 and 
90 and humid. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. It reminds me, well, you know, when we recorded our Christmas album, we were we recorded that in June or July. It was a July. studio in Provo, and it was in, you have to record Christmas music in, in the summer to yeah. get it out for the season. So. And they had to turn off the air conditioning because it was, we were getting a hum through the <laughs> some of the equipment, so they turned off the air conditioning. And it felt like it was 400 degrees in there. We were playing uh, White Christmas and... Sweating. <laughs> well, you were in an isolation booth. Yeah. So you suffered more than I did. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to open the door to catch a breath of air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you'd have to record the, uh, the Christmas well ahead of time. Um, uh, so both of you gentlemen are involved in a, in a project called Evening in Brazil, which hopefully right. continues. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. We we don't do a whole lot of playing because part of the group has moved away. Yeah. You know, we've got a... a vocalist that moved away and uh, Christopher Neal was doing a lot of work with the group and, and he's moved out of the area but we do get back together every once in a while and, and do some shows yeah mm. it's it's funny I was doing a, a job in um, uh, Madison or uh, yeah Madison Wisconsin and I ran into Christopher in the airport <laughs> there he was taken off to to do something and I had just finished doing a, a clinic there in Madison so I ran into him there but he's he's doing well back there but it's uh we'd like like to do more of that yeah but, uh, yeah that brazilian connection that's why we had with bossa nova here on the on a mm-hmm. christmas program yeah uh, well gentlemen uh, let's hear some more music what, okay. uh, what are we going to hear let's let's do the christmas song okay
Very beautiful gentleman. That's the Lightwood duo. Um, it's Mike Christiansen and uh, Eric Nelson. It occurs to me, it occurred to me during this, um, during the, the that last number, that uh, Christmas music is especially good to improvise on because it's we're all familiar with the basic tune. Yeah, yeah, and and they're very uh, very simple and very folky. Sometimes the the simpler the 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 foundation is or the the basic outline is, it allows you more liberty to to improvise and add things. And, yeah. mm. and a lot of, especially jazz improvisers, tend to get away from the melody. They just want it as a showcase for their dazzling technique. And uh, I think both of us, we feel like when we're improvising, we need to refer back to the melody once in a while, just so we don't leave the audience wondering what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder, uh, imp- improvisation, I imagine it's feel, is it? And it changes with, with the way you feel that particular day? Oh, yes. Uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and the environment, too, you know. Uh, and, and it helps if, uh, if people are getting into it, you know. When, uh, like if I'm sitting here improvising and I look over at you and you've got this smile on your face, I'm like, well, yeah. this is going pretty well. Yeah. And it, it spurs me on to do, some yeah. <laughs> to do some other things. Definitely is that audience uh, feedback, I yeah. guess. That, yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah, a big part of it. I've talked to conductor, to conductors, symphonic conductors, operatic conductors, who've uh, at least one of whom, whom told me that with, even with their back to the audience, they can feel the energy and how oh, it's different sure. from night to night and how that affects them. I imagine it would affect the orchestra too who can see the audience, but they, can, they said they could feel it even with their back to the audience. Definitely. Oh, yes. And sure. there's a synergy that comes off of the two uh, instruments too. Uh, when uh, I can sense w- that Eric's really getting into it and then I can get into it a little bit more and the culmination is mm-hmm. hopefully it sounds more than there's, like there's more than just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, let's uh, take another break. And um, when we come back, I want to talk. We've we've kind of teased it here. When things go wrong, I'd love to hear some stories. I imagine you. Oh, we've you got both lots of some, those. Okay, good. Well, let's, <laughs> let's hear some more of those stories. Let's take another break. We're it's the Axis Utah Holiday Special, and uh, Tom Williams with the Lightwood Duo, guitarist Mike Christiansen, and clarinetist uh, Eric Nelson. More following this break. You're listening to the Axis Utah Holiday Special. I'm Tom Williams, and I'm uh, enjoying the hour with the Lightwood duo, guitarist Mike Christiansen and clarinetist Eric Nelson. Hope you're enjoying the music and the conversation as well, and uh, we have about uh, 20 minutes left with uh, with the gentleman. Um, before we get into um, my favorite stories from any performer is how things go wrong, let's, let's hear a number and let's, let's hear some stories. Okay. We're going to have Eric play bass clarinet on this one. This is... Uh, a little bit of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen mixed in with a little bit of a stray cat strut. So it's a God Rest You Cats, I guess. <laughs> Thank you. 
Stairway to Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> Why, yeah, not? Not, Why not? It's in Why minor. not? Yeah. yeah. Stairway oh, to Heaven. Sim- similar key. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have known that, but I, I did recognize the tune. Um, so, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you, gentlemen. Lightwood duo. So, uh, Eric, you had the uh, bass clarinet. Bass there. clarinet, yeah. A lot of people look at it and say, wow, that's a weird looking black saxophone. Yeah. And I say it looks weird because it's not a saxophone. Right. <laughs> so it has the curve like a saxophone, mm-hmm. but it's exactly twice the size of a regular B-flat clarinet. Okay. So I did have the question. Uh, it, it does look like a saxophone mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, a saxophone obviously sounds a lot different. It does, and that's mainly because of the shape of the bore. A saxophone has a cone-shaped bore, and a clarinet has a cylindrical Bore. The, the bore, the, the, the main the cylinder? The tube inside. Yeah, the yeah. tube inside, okay. So that changes everything. Both re, both reed instruments? Both reed instruments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and saxophone is known more, popular conception, known more for jazz and clarinet jazz more for symphonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clarinet was a really popular jazz instrument back in the 30s and 40s, then saxophone kind of took over mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. And uh, I imagine, you, I mean, I know you play both. You mm-hmm. play in both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe with both instruments. I know there's at least one saxophone symphony. I can't remember. A French composer, I think. But Oh, yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, I, I can't recall either. But uh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. And that, that's a beautiful sound, that bass clarinet. Yeah, it kind of fills out the low end of the tonal spectrum, yeah. which is nice once in a while. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, speaking of the low end, the, the guitar on, on that, I played a style very much in the style of a guitarist named Chet Atkins. And Chet always used to play it. He always used to have that thumb. You know, that thumb was going Mm. back and forth on the beat. While your fingers played Mm. the melody. Oh, yeah, yeah. My great, my favorite Chet Atkins story was a bunch of uh, guitar players sitting around at a clinic once playing, and Chet was there. And Chet said, boy, you guys are playing so great. He said, why don't y'all come over to my house after we get done here at the, at the conference and we'll all sit around the pool and play guitar all night. He said, I've got a swing pool in the shape of a guitar amplifier. <laughs> it's just a square swimming pool. <laughs> a guitar amplifier. A, a beat and then it's an amplifier. That's right. <laughs> oh, uh, before we go to some more music, we've... Uh, preview this. Do you have any stories about when things went wrong? Oh, uh, I guess one of my, I fell off the stage in front of 2,200 people. Well, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. And we were uh, playing for a, a beauty pageant and they had the band set up over on the side. And while the judges were making up their mind who the winner was going to be, I was standing up and we were playing this special number. And they, they brought the, the, the winner's name down and gave it to the MC. And while he was reading, and the, and the second runner-up is, and he's going through this stuff, while I'm putting away some of my stuff, I've been standing up playing this solo. And while he's reading that, I sat down on my chair. And while I had been standing playing, someone had slid my chair over, so one leg was over <laughs> the edge of the stage. Oh, no. And when I sat down, I fell backwards and <laughs> fell down these steps. And I had on this electric guitar so you could... <laughs> 
you can hear this rumble as I'm falling down the stairs. Spotlight goes off of the MC, and I think it was right when he was reading, and the winner is, mm-hmm. is when I fell down the stairs. And the spotlight <laughs> went over onto me, and uh, for months after that, I'd be like in shopping malls in Salt Lake, and people would come up and they'd say, hey, aren't you Mike Christiansen? <laughs> and I thought, they got a book or re- re- recording or something, and my head is swelling. I think, right. oh, yes, I am. Right. Hey, we saw you fall off the stage up in Logan. It's not, not how beautiful your performance was. <laughs> right. It was how you fell off stage. Yeah. what you remember, yeah. And the spotlight guy, I guess he's trained to follow any action, right? That's I, I imagine that's why the spotlight follows It's you. hard to be cool, yeah. you know, when yeah. you're when you're falling down the stairs yeah <laughs> i imagine you did the the best that anyone can but i uh, can't i can't outdo that mm, one yeah you know but every time i leave for a gig i spend half the time there wondering if i've forgotten my reads so yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just gonna ask about that I, I know you know temperature humidity can really wreak havoc well the problem with these two instruments is when the temperature changes our pitch goes in opposite directions oh so okay. as it gets colder, mm-hmm. I go flatter and he goes sharper. Mm. And so part of setting up is getting the instruments to temperature and not making the mistake of playing outside. Yeah, that, that'd be hard to play outside, especially with well temperature it, affecting your instruments in opposite yeah, directions. We do a lot of things outside. There was one in Smithfield this spring where a, a windstorm came through. And I think it's the first time we've actually said... Uh, discount our fee. We're going home. We can't yeah, handle this. It was so uh, cold and miserable. But we played sometimes in the winter. Where he'll he'll have a heating pad wrapped around his uh, yeah. clarinet. Okay, so there there are some solutions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, gentlemen, let's hear some more music. Oh, what are we going to hear? Want to do uh, the Silent Night? Have your yeah. This is Silent Night was originally written on the guitar, and uh, first I'll play very much how the first one sounded. And then I'll soup it up a little bit, and then we'll go into Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. All right, here's a Lightwood Duo.
very beautiful, very beautiful. It's Lightwood Duo, Eric Nelson and uh, Mike Christiansen. You have uh, another number? Bet. We want to make sure we uh, get this in before the uh, top of the hour. It's uh, beautiful music.
Gentlemen, that was very beautiful. And uh, we are at the end of our time. Uh, Lightwood duo, Eric Nelson and uh, Mike Christiansen, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for having us. Thank Thanks you. Story. It's always Real a pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, lightwoodduo.com. Uh, you can right. find information and find the new uh, Christmas CD as well. It's there. Thank you so much. Thanks, gentlemen, and uh, to everyone from all of us at UPR, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.